Hello everyone and welcome back to TRTV News. We have renewals for Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery. And have you seen it? We gotta talk about Children of Mars. Let's engage. Well, hello everyone, and again, uh, so glad to have you back for uh, another edition of TRTV News. And just like you heard in the intro, we have a few things that we need to talk about today. So um, um, let's go ahead and get started with talking about some of these renewals that um, that we've been, you know, we've been finding out about, been hearing about. That's kind of been anticipated to some extent, um, been been breaking to some extent, and uh, with that, um, we we know now for sure that Star Trek Picard is coming back. We've known that for a little while now. That uh, the show hasn't even dropped yet. You know, we're still uh, about less than two weeks away from this thing. Um, hitting CBS All Access here in the United States and Amazon Prime elsewhere in the world. And uh, there must be something positive going on in this particular show that uh, that people are, like I guess, like show heads and, and folks are are thinking highly enough of it, highly enough of it <laughs> to uh, bring it back for season two. And um, Patrick Stewart even kind of teased this back in the fall. The, the late fall that um, he was already planning on being back in March to um, uh, start working on uh, or potentially start working on season two of Star Trek Picard. So uh, very interesting that we have that um, as something that um, that has been made official. So uh, we'll we'll know more about the show, certainly when it when it airs in less than two weeks. And um, this this show, um, this podcast, uh, will will be having some reaction episodes to it, much like other shows might do, um, like my buddy uh, uh, David and, and Ezra do with um, uh, the Mandalorian, like they were doing on their Star Wars podcast. We'll be doing something similar uh, when it comes to to Star Trek Picard. Now, here's the bit of information that is pretty interesting, and this information dropped. Uh, as soon as yesterday. Um, so this is like fresh, hot, right off the press that we are still waiting to hear when Star Trek Discovery season three is going to premiere. And we we still don't have a release date. Now there's speculation um, that this is something that could happen in um, in the summer. So Starship Picard is going to be a show that goes uh, for for 10 episodes, so for 10 weeks we're going to be getting it, and that's probably going to put us right around, um, I think that's going to be like a March-April kind of end time uh, for the show, um, unless they kind of stagger it, but looking at uh, when episodes are supposed to drop, it's my, my impression, it's my understanding that we're supposed to be getting Starship Picard weekly. So weekly on CBS All Access, there's been no indication as to whether or not it's going to do what Star Trek Discovery does, which is um, uh, they were airing at a specific time in the evening. So not too sure if this is going to be something that drops at like um, a midnight 
Pacific time um, or, or what, but it's something to that we're definitely going to be um, you know paying attention to as it gets going. Now back to Star Trek Discovery. So Star Trek Discovery, we still don't know when it's going to air. Like I said, um, there's speculation that this might be um, a late spring, early summer type of show and um, that this will um, take us through through the, the summer, um, I guess, block of programming, so to speak. And then, of course, we have another Star Trek show, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, which is going to be um, the second animated series. Um, from the, and this will be um, by the creator of uh, Rick and Morty um, that's going to be doing this. And there's speculation, there's, um, it's, it's a guess at best, that Star Trek Lower Decks will premiere on CBS All Access in the fall. So getting a little bit of Star Trek in each season, so to speak. Now, uh, like I've, I was saying, and I know I might be rambling at this point, but when when we uh, put it on Twitter recently that Star Trek Discovery had been renewed for season four, um, it's fresh off the plate. So we got, we got stuff that we got to talk about with this. So we know that Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is taking place um, 900 some odd years in the future from where they were. So end of Star Trek Discovery Season 2, um, there was a some kind of time travel thing that they did that launched them uh, way, way, way far into the future. Um, a little further than um, Star Trek has been um, on screen up to this point. So I think the closest that we've gotten to that was with the timeship relativity, as well as with um, um, Daniels. Um, so timeship relativity from Voyager and Daniels from Star Trek Enterprise, both are are the the two farthest I believe that we've been um, up to this point in Star Trek lore and Star Trek history, so to speak. So uh, we know that that season three is going to be be hanging out in that area. But we're not too sure at this point. It's just breaking what the, the fact that we're going to get a fourth season. Now, I, I hope that um, there's not a reversal of it where they go back in time. But there's going to have to be something at this point with Michelle Yeoh's character being on board the Discovery when they went into the future, and Michelle Yeoh's, um, you know, Emperor Giorgio, Philippa Giorgio. Uh, being tied to a Section 31 show, which is supposed to happen um, back in the timeline in which they originated from. So, still, like I said, there's still more to be explored with this, but I'm wondering what you guys think about, about the fact that there's been these, these uh, renewals ahead of the shows, um, even airing, basically. We haven't even seen Picard Season 1, and we haven't even seen uh, Discovery Season 3. So, you know, go ahead and get on the group, uh, send us a tweet, reply to a tweet, something, and let us know what you're thinking about these renewals that, um, that have been made and, uh, what you hope to maybe see from them. Um, I'd like to see, you know, and, and I don't know what's going to happen in season three, of course, and none of us do, except for the creators and the actors, the production team that's been doing it. But if there is some kind of restoration work to be done with the Federation um, in, in Starfleet in Season 3, um, I'd love to see that. And if it's not resolved in Season 3, I'd love to see it continue or, or maybe even start to be done in Season 4. Um, but I think it might be best at this point 
for the discovery crew to stay in the future. Um, Cause I think that was like one of the major complaints with what was going on uh, with the show is that there wasn't, there was too much going on in terms of um, quote unquote continuity violations and tampering with continuity. And um, I'd like to see the discovery crew just be themselves and not be so bound to the past. I think one of the things that I've, I've really enjoyed um, or I've, I've wanted so I've wanted is to move past the quote unquote Kirk era. So basically the pre TNG era Um I'd like to see, you know, like 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, so on and so forth, centuries um, in, in, in what that means for Starfleet and the Federation. So, you know, this is still early. Um, you can see the the article that was posted on our Twitter, at TRTVPod, and um, just go check it out. Go give it a read. And, um, you know, like I said, post something in the group um, on our Twitter um, about what you're thinking about about um, these renewals. So, so there's that. Now, um, the other bit is, um, this might be a little late, but at the time of recording, um, last week, the, um, Star Trek Picard, um, or not Star Trek Picard, the, uh, the short Trek Children of Mars, which is a Star Trek Picard prequel, basically had not dropped yet. So, um, having recently viewed Children of Mars, this is a, um, like I said, it's a Star Trek short trek. Uh, short treks are kind of um, like in between companion shows um, that go with like the main shows, so to speak. So if you haven't checked it out, I encourage you to certainly watch start, um, short treks, specifically Children of Mars, and uh, be able to really appreciate what was done in this episode. Um, so what I'm about to say kind of, it does go into, um, the spoiler zone. So if you don't want me to spoil things right now, go ahead and pause it right now. Go watch it. It's like six minutes on CBS all access or, or Amazon prime, wherever you're watching it. Um, and come back and finish listening to the rest of it. This is your last warning. Okay. So watching Star Trek, uh, short treks, children of Mars. Um, it, it has a, um, a certain gravitas to it. And there are these two, uh, children that we meet at the beginning and it, it appears as if they are on earth. So the story is from what I can tell it's set on earth and, um, living in San Francisco. Now, um, there's Kima and Lil, and Kima is an alien child, and Lil um, is not. She's um, a Caucasian uh, female, um, Earthling, um, and they are getting ready for the day, and they're having a conversation with their, um, or they're, they're, I guess, reviewing a video from um, their respective parents. So uh, Kima's. Um, um, parent works at the, you know, Utopia Planitia shipyards and Lil's, um, works at an orbital station. So they're both over Mars, basically. So her parents, they're both, their parents are working, um, right there at Mars where 
Utopia Planitia and all that stuff is really taking place. And we see um, that Lil is upset because her father is trying to, or saying that um, they're not going to be able to come back um, for whatever reason due to work. And um, she frustratingly swipes the screen off and uh, walks away. Now, both the girls are going to this this shuttle uh, to get ready to go to school wherever school is, and uh, which would I would believe that it would be somewhere on Earth. Um, for some reason, they're not beaming, um, or it's like on the moon, or it's somewhere. But um, Lil shrugs into uh, into Kima and uh, trips her, and she falls and makes her late and misses the shuttle. So there's this this adversarial type of relationship that's taking place between the two girls throughout the rest of of the uh, the episode, and later on in this short trek, we we see them get into an all out uh, fist fight and are sent to what we're led to believe is the the principal's office, and there the principal and some other teachers or administrators come across some kind of um, news broadcast that there's an attack on Mars um, and that there are explosions and things that are taking place. And it it's it's almost as if it's kind of like a 9-11-esque uh, thing that they're going for in this particular short trek. And I, remember, I, I can remember um, hearing hearing the announcements of 9-11 whenever I was in high school when this happened. I remember where I was. And it kind of stirred up some of the same feelings that I had um, as, you know, a 14-year-old when that happened. Um, So there's, even then, you know, like people that you might not have gotten along with, um, things of that nature, you you kind of saw them differently and you had more compassion for people then. And that's what you see, at least that's what I saw whenever I was uh, watching this this adversar- adversarial relationship shift to one of more maybe respect and compassion, um, knowing that, I guess, their parents um, work in the Mars area. So... We do see a couple different um, screenshots, or not screenshots, with some kind of um, uh, imagery that we've seen in some of the trailers with like some ships that have come into the atmosphere and started shooting things up uh, relating to one of Picard's uh, nightmares. So that's something to keep in mind as we move into viewing Star Trek Picard is this particular short trek, I believe, is going to be very important in understanding some of the backstory of what we're going to be getting as we watch it. So if you don't watch anything else before uh, watching Star Trek Picard, um, I would highly recommend watching this. Again, it's like six minutes. Uh, we do see some interesting things, though. Or at least I saw some inter- interesting things, and I want to hear from you guys on some of your reactions and and whatnot regarding what you saw. But... Um, there was um, a, on the ticker for the news channel that they were they were doing. It said "Rogue Synth Attack" or "Rogue Synths Attack," and that 
kind of gets me wondering about who these rogue synths are and what they mean by rogue synths. Um, I've speculated a couple things in the past, and I'm going to hold on loosely to it. Um, I do have some other ideas of what might be going on. In the past, I've I've kind of shared uh, like maybe some of my own theorizing, my own headcanon type stuff that the Borg were going to be um, uh, somehow um, reprogrammed or something, and that um, Maddox or someone that we've met in the TNG era um, has somehow perfected uh, the positronic brain again, and that we're converting Borg drones into androids. So we're basically converting humans or humanoids into androids somehow. Now, the other bit that we've seen pretty consistently throughout all these things has been related to like the measure of a man. It's been related to, to data and a, a whole host of different things, but data has been pretty consistent in showing up in each of these trailers, either on screen, we're seeing his face or we're hearing, you know, um, um, his voice, or we're hearing a callback such as the more, um, uh, sadder version, the, the, the sad, the sad version of, of blue skies in the most, one of the most recent trailers that have dropped. So there's been some kind of theme with data throughout this whole thing. And part of what I think could also happen apart from my other theory, my other head cannon, if you will, is that, uh, Maddox or someone like him has somehow perfected the positronic brain because of B4. Now we know in Measure of a Man that Picard uh, was instrumental in forging rights, creating rights for for androids like Data and future Datas, basically. Uh, but we see in Star Trek Nemesis that B4 is, although he's like Data and he's like Lore, he's not the same. So there's not as much sentience that we saw, uh, which was part of the argument that Picard made in Measure of a Man, that if that is in fact the case in that the rights that Data received was not equal to B4, it's possible, maybe out there, but it could be possible that B4 was a, a workaround to being able to... Um, you know, him not being able to consent to him truly being property, so to speak, that he was the one that um, was maybe experimented on to kind of reverse engineer a positronic brain. And that's how we're able to create this like fleet, this armada, whatever of androids like we've seen in those uh, reddish orange jumpsuits, one of which, uh, if you look at it, says F8. So it might be out there and i'm sure i might i might be be proven wrong on that but these are just some ideas some thoughts that are kind of coming to me um as we prepare for star trek picard so what do you guys think you know what do you guys how do you guys uh, feel about this information about the star trek picard season 3 or i'm sorry star trek picard season 2 uh renewal and star trek discovery season 4 renewal and what do you guys think is going to happen with 
you know, these, these androids or these Borg and, you know, what that's going to look like. And, um, let me know what you think about children of Mars too. So, you know, make sure that you, um, you're, you're following us, liking us, um, subscribing to us, leave us a comment, um, on Podbean, Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen, um, one, so that we know how we're doing and two, so it'll be easier for other folks to find the podcast and what we offer through this podcast as well. Now, you can always connect with us on our Facebook uh, page and group. If you found the page, you found the group. Just uh, once you find the page, just hit that button, join the group or go to group. And uh, that's where the conversation can continue. And we have a great community that we're building um, at this point. And um, certainly also follow us and check us out on all the socials. Um, we already said Facebook, but also Instagram and Twitter, both at TRTVPod. Now, if you want to get in contact with us, you can open Handling Frequencies and send us a note to trtvpod at gmail.com. And um, you can also uh, send us a voice-only communication um, by entering in coordinates 817-752-4757. Remember that there's a three-minute time limit and your comments may be used on a future episode of TRTV News or These Are the Voyages podcast. Uh, Now, if you want to send us a note, you can also do that. Um, by um, using a Starfleet subspace communication buoy. You can address it to the Lone Star Station, P.O. Box 2455, Azle, Texas. That's A-Z-L-E 76098. Guys, thank you so much for checking us out today on this edition of TRTV News. We'll have more for you next time. And as always, may you boldly go and make it so. Take care.